You're listening to Interviews with Adam. I am your host, Adam Adam Miller, and today we are joined by Brian Arner. You've heard his music on our program, and he has uh, been at our conferences as well. He's got a great voice, a great tenor. Uh, Brian, thank you so much for being a part of our program. You are welcome, Adam. I'm happy to be part of this. Uh, Brian, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into uh, into music, uh, where your gifting came from. I know that God has given you this gift and you've used it for His glory, but just kind of give us a story as to how that all came about. Well, I was raised around music uh, and mostly church music. Uh, Mom was an organist, pianist. Uh, Dad led singing, you know, so I was one of those kids that came to church early and stayed, you know, for choir practice and then stayed for the service. And uh, since mom played the piano, we always had, it seems like we had quartets come to the house often to practice and to sing, you know. And so I uh, I was exposed to a lot of music uh, growing up. Um, and I liked to sing. I was, I wanted to be a bass in the worst way. I, you know, I always liked the bass part in those quartet numbers and things. And, and so uh, uh, that, as I went on through school, I, you know, I, I just, I played sports in high school, uh, went on to college and studied business. And, uh, but I, I stayed very active in my, in my local church and I would sing in the choir, of course. And again, you know, tried to sing bass and, and I had a, a choir director that she, when she heard me sing, she said, you, you, I want you to sing a solo. I was petrified to be out in front of people. I was, you know, that, that wasn't something I pursued at all. And, and so, um, but anyway, she finally got me on a Wednesday, in a Wednesday night service to sing a solo. And, and, uh, she encouraged me a lot. Well, I didn't take that very seriously. I went on and had my own business, uh, which was landscaping, uh, at, at the time, uh, I was in my early twenties and, and was using my business, uh, education to, 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 uh, start a, a landscaping service. I was living in Florida uh, and still very active in my Sunday school class. Uh, uh, and our youth pastor came to us and said, I want you this class to do this musical. And he gave, gave out the parts, you know, that, uh, of the people he wanted to carry these different different roles in, in the play. And, and so I had a lot of speaking parts, but I also had some singing, uh, uh some, uh, solos to sing. And so, when I sang them, there was a gentleman in the audience who was studying with the Tampa Bay Opera Company. And uh, he said, you need to come and sing for my voice teacher. Well, you know, I was exposed to church music. Opera was not real high on my priority list, you know. And uh, But he said, so finally, he was one of these guys that he just stayed after me. You know, every time I'd see him at church, hey, come on. And, and so finally I went in, and uh, this voice teacher, an Italian-born man who was deeply immersed in opera was the artistic director at the time in the temp at the Tampa Bay opera. And so I, uh, I began taking these lessons and things that I thought were just, uh, kind of silly and the high notes that I could hit, you know, just goofing around. He uh, taught me how to use those and, and said that that was something perhaps a little exceptional. And, and so he said, if you'll keep coming, I'd like to teach you. And so I, I continued to go and, uh, at that point, I was just wanting to take enough lessons to sing to my wife at our wedding, or we were engaged, and I was all the way. And so, uh, sang her at the wedding, and uh, you know, she married me anyway. <laughs> and so, uh, but I, c- I continued to go and continued to to sing, and and because we were there in Florida, 
um, folks, you know, maybe from the Lawrence Welk show would come and sing with us. And, uh, and then on Monday, you know, I'd go back out to mow grass and do landscaping and my customers would say, Hey, what'd you do this weekend? And I, I would say, uh, well, you know, I sang with Norma Zimmer or Jim Roberts or Tom Netherton, and, and they, they, these, my customers would just kind of look at me like I had heat stroke or something. But, but um, so finally, uh, it happened. I was at, on the stage of the Performing Arts uh, Center there, beautiful theater, Performing Arts Theater, and uh, I walked out to sing. I had on a tuxedo to, you know, to sing some arias with the with the grand piano in place and the you know big red curtain like you picture in your mind when you think of concert style opera and, and uh there was a lady in the audience who was one of my customers and and she leaned forward she didn't know it was my wife sitting in front of her she with this lady and she leaned forward and said oh, you know that's my lawn man <laughs> and, so, and so uh uh she was a mrs walker was a talker and it's when he got around that that's what brian was doing on weekends and so i continued to sing with the opera and i uh i for about eight years and i did some workshops and um i still see my voice teacher who happens to be 95 years old uh at this point and um still teaches every day and does workshops on weekends and performances on weekends and so uh i feel very blessed to have had that same teacher all these years but during that time of uh, singing with the opera, I was also being invited to sing in churches, and I could see something developing in a, as a passion in my heart, um, being able to 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 translate a message, to to deliver a message, and communicate a message of ministry uh, to people. I was saved at the age of twelve, and I really wanted from that point on whatever God had for me. And so it wasn't until about 12 or 13 years later, uh, in my almost mid-20s, that this began to, to happen. And, and so when I had to make a decision what kind of music I wanted to sing. And for me, it was an easy call. Uh, the opera was wonderful training, and I have an appreciation for it. But the gospel shared through music can change people's lives for eternity. And so uh, uh, I just... You know, something happens in me when I sing about Jesus. That doesn't happen, uh, you know, just, just singing secular music. And so, anyway, uh, I continued to walk in faith. And um, after about eight years of doing it part-time, uh, in music ministry part-time, I, I was able to uh, sell that landscaping service and begin full-time ministry uh, and have been doing that ever since now for more than two decades. And so um, that's pretty much my story. I travel I travel every week someplace. I, I uh, am home about uh, two weeks a year. Um, and my wife is as much a part of that as she can be. Uh, she's as, as supportive as, as uh, I could I could ever dream for. Uh, so she, has been with me through this entire journey. And so uh, we share in that ministry together. And uh, she's a school teacher. And I joke, you know, one of us has to have a real job. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we we work at this together. And uh, we've raised two sons who are also uh, musicians and and live in Nashville. And uh, uh, but but God is God has uh, been so faithful and uh, opened so many doors 
uh, across the country and, and in different denominations and uh, and a few times outside the country. Uh, I've been seeing in, in France and also uh, in, in Mexico. So, uh, but uh, I, I don't know if that answered your question, Adam, but... Uh, well, it certainly did. Yeah, it's good to hear the uh, the story of how God has been and brought you into this ministry and also used your gift for that reason. But uh, uh, tell us a little bit now about how, as we're talking about the Psalms and how the Psalms have influenced worship throughout the years, um, how have the Psalms influenced you personally in your own in your own ministry of, of bringing music to uh, to people all over the world? Well, you know. Reading through the Psalms, you you see so many songs have have come out of uh, the Book of Psalms, and and so uh, I mean it's hard for it to to be a musician. It would be hard for it to to not have influenced your life or your music. Uh, but it, it you know I, what I was noticing about it is. Uh, as a musician, and uh, you know, as the psalmist wrote, I mean, there's there's lamenting, there's a crying out for God, and there's times when he felt lonely and and couldn't hear God's voice, and and I've I I uh, am uh, I associate with that so much because there are so many times as you travel on the road uh, in ministry when you are. Uh, by yourself and you're away from everyone you know and and there are those lonely times where you simply cry out to him and depend on him only uh, uh you know for your sustenance and and so um and, and and to keep your keep you company you know and so there there are those types of psalms especially in the in the early psalms and then then later on there's the the worship the crying out you know you're my rock and, and to lift up our hands and to exalt the Lord and to sing joyfully and, and to play skillfully and to shout for joy and, uh, and to raise, raise up hands. And, and, uh, it, it just, uh, it, you know, it, it, it you, you can't help but feel better when, when you read the Psalms and, and when that, that is, when those lyrics are put to music, you know, for corporate worship or you know, just in your own devotional life, it just it lifts you. It 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 uh, it points you heavenward, and uh, allows God to to uh, speak in your life. You know, and um, there. What I noticed, I was reading a little bit this morning, and and noticed, you know, we we live in a world right now that uh, seems to be coming apart. And uh, as I read through the Psalms, uh, I. I see that so many times, even in in those days when these were written. That um, speaking of, you know, the, the fools will say in their heart, "There is no God," and um, and that the evil and the and those with evil tongues, and and he goes on and on about how how lost the world is, uh, and his crying out for God to. I want to be faithful. I want, I'm looking to you. I need you, God. You know, don't turn away from me. Uh, so it encouraged me to not lose hope for where we are and, and where our country is, and, and uh, that we as Christians, you know, we have we have untapped uh, resources because God is bigger than all of this. And uh, so uh, 
if you read through the Psalms for very long, you're going to feel better. <laughs> and uh, you'll realize the truth uh, and, and encouragement that God has for us. As we uh, we think about how the Psalms have influenced us throughout the years, and uh, certainly they've influenced you as well as someone who is who has brought uh, this the words through music to so many. Um, where do you turn uh, when you when, when you're going through a hard time? When you're going through those own, your own struggles, where do you turn to get your your cup filled so that you can have that ministry that you've had uh, for so many years with with those all around? Well, I, I turn to the scripture, uh, the, the psalm. I use Psalm eight uh, in many of my concerts. I use Psalm twenty three in many of my concerts. Uh, I I turn to the, you know, I'm probably more traditional in my in my uh, uh, musical taste, uh, and and so I find I find hope and uh, renewal in those songs of faith that have, that have, you know, stood the test of time, you know? And so, um, and God is faithful to put people in my path to encourage me, you know, and, uh, has given me, I mentioned my wife earlier, but she, she is so constant and so consistent, uh, uh, in her walk with the Lord that, uh, it's just, uh, it, you know, those are the places I go uh, when when I, you know, need to draw closer to Him, you know, or, or uh, feel a lostness, you know. We've been talking with Brian Arner in this uh, of our continued series, talking with the different musicians. The, the motto here at Songtime is many voices, one message. And uh, you've not only heard uh, Brian's music here on the broadcast, but you can hear his testimony as well as somebody who... Who turns to the Psalms, you turn to Scripture in those times of need. Brian, thank you so much for being a part of our program. You are welcome, Adam. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed this interview made possible by our ministry at Songtime Radio. You can find out more information about our ministry by visiting our website at songtime.com, where you can find this and other interviews on our podcast series, as well as our weekday broadcast, which includes teaching, interviews, and music. We also want to encourage you to sign up for our free monthly newsletter. It's got encouraging articles, and there is no obligation to find out more information about our ministry. Again, visit our website at songtime.com. This ministry is made possible by people just like yourself. We are 100% supported by our listeners. So if you have been blessed today, why not join with the many voices together for that one message, the gospel of Jesus Christ, with your donation to the Songtime Ministry. To make a donation, you can do so online at our website at songtime.com, as well as by mail. Write to us at Songtime Radio, P.O. Box 100, Barnstable, Massachusetts, 02630, or give us a call. Make a donation over the phone. It's 508-362-7070. On behalf of our entire Songtime staff and our own Dr. John DeBrine, the founder here at Songtime, who encourages you to grow in grace and not groan in disgrace. From Cape Cod, I'm Adam Miller. God bless.